With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Vistage podcast series. I'm Dave Nelson, a Vistage member since 2003, part of CEO Group 676 in Pittsburgh and your podcast host. It's my great pleasure to highlight extraordinary leaders with this series. Today, I'm joined by Patrick Clark. Hey, uh, Patrick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on. Now, you're involved in something called REIG. uh, And by the way, in researching it, I realize that's an acronym which also embodies your uh, core values. So can you define that for us? It does. It's uh, revitalizing communities, elevating expectations, integrity first, and gratitude always. And it's uh, we, we deal in real estate and construction and uh, residential multifamily. We uh, we have an investing side of the division and construction side. So it, it, it embodies what we do with our properties and just revitalizing the properties and elevating the, the value of those properties. And but it also embodies what we what we strive to to build our company and our people around too, and that's really elevating people and, and, and giving back. That's really cool to incorporate the values right in the name. I, I'm sure that keeps everybody uh, very focused on um, on really the core values and the purpose of the organization. Yeah, why we do what we do. Excellent. And you're um, generally is it San Diego or what's the territory that you cover? We do. We do more than San Diego. It's, it's throughout California we operate, and then we do some multifamily projects outside of San Diego as well. It's out of the state of California. Okay, got it. Well, I like the uh, team picture on your uh, website. Certainly, it puts the focus on the people, and uh, the text there says acquiring distressed residential real estate uh, through a variety of channels, renovating those homes to exceptional standards, and selling for a profit to new homeowners looking for high quality remodeled homes. So very nice, uh, concise statement of what you do. So you joined Vistage. How long ago uh, was that? I joined in 2013. So uh, it was a new group that started up and it's it's been a good journey to see the the members that have come and go and then the core people who started the group to really grow together and get close and see what the, the power of Vistage has for our company. Excellent. Yeah, I've been in it, as I said, about 12 years. It's, I run a software company. It's a, uh, a fabulous process to have the mastermind and the coach and the great speakers and the, the, the website and so on. Uh, tell me just a little bit more about REIG, uh, the asset management company, before we get into your not-for-profit. How long have you been in business and um, what, what would you highlight about the, about the business? Well, we've been in business for four years, and it's uh, started with uh, myself and a business partner. We worked as asset managers, uh, selling REO properties for for one of the big banks, and and just you know lived in Southern California. Had young families, were working a W two job, and felt the crunch. So we we just started going out there and venturing on the other side to to raise capital and purchase properties. And uh, we actually started, the two of us, we put together $2,500 for our earnest money deposit on our first deal. So we started with five grand and, uh, you know, put together the the, the the parties that would be to to buy the first deal, renovate it, fix it up and sell it. And then since then, we've built a construction company around uh, the, the projects that we do. 
and have grown significantly. So we we started with five grand, two of us, and now we've we've bought over a hundred homes and uh, you know bought over forty million dollars worth of real estate, built a construction company. We have over fifty employees, and and now the last uh, the last two years we've really been making a focus in, on renovating apartment buildings and acquiring those, and 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 also renovating them for clients as well. Wow, well that's that's an amazing story, and I bet we could do the whole podcast on on that and lessons from the business. But I actually wanted to go a little bit uh, different direction because you put a big uh, emphasis in your um, uh, life on uh, operation renovation and the Wounded Warrior Homes uh, not for profit that. Uh, that you've started. So tell me a little bit, I mean, first of all, what motive it, uh, running, everybody knows running a business is incredibly time consuming and obviously you're growing very quickly. So you've got a lot of challenges there. So, um, how did you get going this, uh, this other direction? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's really been a focus of ours to get back and, you know, it's without knowing our true why and, and giving back, it's, it's just real estate. It's just construction. And, and, you know, so we've, we view ourselves as the, the the game changers in the marketplace to really have our company be a vehicle for change in the industry. So I'm a, I'm a former Marine myself, and and so have a place in my heart for the veterans, and and really seeing what the the men and women have sacrificed so dearly, so that I can own my business and start my business and really change my future. So that's that's where it started going in the military direction and. And uh, Wounded Warrior Homes is a local nonprofit that provides transitional housing, which is is dear dear to me because it's just it's that phase when the men and women are first getting out of the military that they're just you know what do they do with their life? They're you know especially if they're injured, they now have an injury to deal with. So it's uh, it's really that's been a mission field for for me to to help those men and women and be a mentor to them. And that's where it started in the beginning. Uh, within our first year, we donated a, a portion of our proceeds of every home we sell. To uh, to Wounded Warrior Homes, and then about a year ago, it was it was an employee. We we focused on our company culture. The last about eighteen months has really been on our company culture, and we have an idea box. And somebody put through an idea box an employee that we should donate a, a home renovation to a veteran and military family. So we we took on that journey and was definitely a learning experience. But we uh, were able to pull together some good partners and vendors to uh, to select a family and and a family in need, and then renovate their home and give them a, a good uh, ending product for it. So that, that was the storyline behind it. Wow. So you're focused on medically discharged uh, members of the armed forces, which would mean yeah. things like traumatic brain injury or PTSD and uh, helping them transition from active duty to independent living. Is that, uh, do I have that about right? Absolutely. Yep. In, in particular, com- combat service connected. Okay, and is there um, a particular story that you could share with us, uh, just uh, so we can uh, understand maybe more the human side? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I'll use one of one of my uh, mentorees, uh, Ryan Yoner. He was a a three combat tour, a Purple Heart. Within uh, six months of joining the Marine Corps, he was uh, he was hit by a mortar attack in Iraq, and then he went back two more times in Afghanistan and Iraq. So. Just seeing him, you know, the, the the men and women that suffer from the the PTSD or the traumatic brain injury, uh, they they find they don't fit in. They don't fit in in society because now they're not in the military anymore. And and, and but they still have something going on with them. But they look just like you and I. Whereas you know the amputees, they they fit in with other amputees. You know, you know they have a, a different support network. So that middle ground of the the PTSD and traumatic brain 
injury is a is a really it's, it's mental challenges and and it's um you know nightmares it's things that they have to carry with them the rest of their life that you know it, it's you know we've all heard about the the VA system and their support and the lack of it there so it's my thought is hey you know let's help these men and women really not just survive uh, on their own on the civilian side but let's help them thrive and have an impact and, and be game changers in the marketplace as well. So, so Ryan's been a good, I've been working with him for, for about 14 months and just to see, to see his transformation and the healing that's gone on in him and, um, and where he's at is, you know, that those are the those little things that really what drives myself and drives the, the company as well. Uh, wonderful story. Uh, out of curiosity, where did you serve? I was in, uh, so I was, Primarily when 9/11 happened, I was in during that period uh, before a lot of that happened. But I, w- I was at the Recruit Depot in San Diego. Uh, the primary mission there was was training Marines, and uh, so I, I, I was bounced around a couple different bases around San Diego at the Air Station over here, and was over in Quantico, Virginia, for a while, working with some of the embassy duty uh, Marines that are preparing to go out and guard embassies out in the world. So. I uh, it, it was great for me. I look at it as it was boarding school for me. It really kind of snapped me out of my adolescent uh, rebellious, uh, you know, attitude to uh, to grow up in a short amount of time. And it was that boarding school for life and for business. Wow. Are you now in your 30s? Am I uh, doing the math right? I am. I'm, I'm 33. Right. Which I guess makes you just on the uh, leading edge of the uh, Millennials, uh, in general, that's defined 1982 and onwards, so um, uh, or sometimes 1981, depending on who you're talking to. Uh, yep. Not not a big surprise because you mentioned that that why, and um, so many of the millennials are are really driven around um, wanting to have some larger purpose than just a job and just a paycheck. Mm-hmm. It, it is, and I mean, you grow up and you see, you know what what. What gets at me is the organizations and the companies that are just for profit, and it's that for profit. Uh, you know, and granted, we have to generate a profit to stay in business, but when that's your why, it 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 runs its course. It burns people's out, and 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 so the opposite of that is really what we're about, and giving giving back first. Even even if we're not truly in a position to donate a home renovation, let's 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 take that leap of faith and step forward and still give back and 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 have the confidence and faith that things will work itself out. Are um, most of your employees also in this sort of same uh, age group or uh, is there a, a range above and below? No, it's it's above and below. We have we have a couple on the construction side. I have two uh two very seasoned uh VPs that are running the construction division now and uh, we rely on them extensively to handle the the dynamics of the construction and uh, the real estate side is is more a more a younger group that's kind of out there moving and shaking with the realtor communities to to acquire a deal on the acquisition side of things. So there, it's a good mixture. Well, I can see you're doing it to really make um, an impact and to give back. But I'm wondering, does participating in operation renovation, uh, you know, that brings a certain amount of uh, publicity and so on. Does that help REIG as well? It it does. I mean, we're we're more we're business to business on our construction side. So we have gotten a lot of people have called to say, hey, you know, we don't want anybody to do your our home renovation but you. And it's like, so we'll refer those on because we're focusing on on the construction on our own projects, but also uh, we're working with other businesses that are purchasing large apartment buildings and renovating their units. So it's, but that's, that's you know, there was media, there was elements that went along with it, but it, it, you know, for me, it wasn't necessarily saying, "Hey, look at what we're doing." It was more about, "Hey, let's inspire other businesses to give back too." I mean, it's it's the businesses that are going to change 
change America's future, really. So it, it was more on that of, of, of an encouragement to other people to, to do the same, partner us if you want to join along with us. Uh, you know, we'd like to do more of these homes. You know, it, it was a stretch to do the first home renovation that we did. Um, people can find out more about that project by going to our website. It's R-E-I-G Operation Renovation.com. That's our website that has about the nonprofit that we uh, that we do. Um, but we want to do more of those. We want to do four a year, and we, we, the only way we were going to be able to do that is by getting other business owners to join in, other vendors and partners that want to contribute to the cost. Fabulous. Um, and I'll also mention that your, your business website is reigrenovations.com for anyone who wants to check that out. It's, it's amazing. I'm seeing this more and more that companies that focus on being um, you know, good corporate stewards and good uh, participants in the community often end up being more profitable as well. So it's, uh, you know, I think we could call that a trend. Let me ask you about what was the best business advice that you've received along the way? The riches are in the niches. Really, it's it's so easy to get distracted, especially in real estate. When you can look at land development, you can look at in, in you know in, entitlements, you can look at um, tenant improvements. When when we're so versatile in both construction and real estate, which you know play off each other very well, we found it's easy to get distracted. So really focusing on what, what's our niche, what are we going to focus at, and what are we going to be the best in the world at is, is, is been some good advice that we've really honed in on. I, I've not heard that one before, but I really like your slogan. A lot of people will say, you know, do thing, one thing well, not two things poorly. It, it's sort of that same kind of philosophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you most proud of in your professional life? Really, just uh, you know where where I started and where I'm at now. I, I grew up in a small town in the Midwest, and um, you know didn't really have two nickels to rub together, and that's why I joined the Marine Corps to, to just you know get out of the cold and and pay for college, and then you know just from there, just the journey to really um, you know for me, it's been smitten to the Lord and seeing what He's done in my life, and 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 He's done some major things. It surprises me. Just just last Friday, we were walking with this client on a a big $300 million building in LA top, you know, a 30 story building kind of looking up around the Hollywood Hills, seeing all of LA. And it's just that humbly saying it was, it was a surreal moment of just, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a good journey and we're just getting started and we got a long way to go. So just seeing what happens in that moment of submission and what is powerful when you, when you go out there and really, uh, you know, achieve your potential in life. I think it's really cool that you're in that place with such a young business. Uh, you know, I've got to imagine that uh, there are some people listening along that will take that as a bit of a challenge because they've probably mm-hmm. been in, in business a lot longer and uh, not really started to give back or, or have that same kind of attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a bunch of employees. What has surprised you most about being in charge? How How – so much rides on me and, and how I'm being and, and really, you know, it's my whole life I've, I've gotten ahead by outworking everybody. And, um, it, that doesn't work now. It's, it's, I got to rely on my team. I gotta, I gotta let them work. And, and so it's not necessarily, you know, how I'm doing, but how I'm being, um, that's, that's been the most surprising, you know, if I'm coming in with a, you know, not a chipper attitude, it, it, it infects the rest of the people. And it's, it's, I've, I've tested this where I've come in and, you know, maybe I'm, you know, my tone isn't very good. And all of a sudden you got the, you know, the two secretaries are bickering at the copy machine and you come in the next day, you take the time to say hi to everybody and you, you come in with a good presence and you set that tone and the two same girls are making plans to go out on the weekend. So just really that, you know, how my attitude, what I bring every day to the table, how it affects that day's productivity is is, is uh, 
been the hardest thing to to really grasp, but once you do, it's it's very powerful. That's such a great point. You know, I had the good fortune of uh, when I, I was working for a relatively larger company when I was first promoted to be a manager, and they sent me to one of those classic, you know, management training classes uh, where in a week you're going <laughs> to learn to be a, an expert manager, which is sort of funny thinking about it. But one thing about that week I remember, and it was the uh, the saying that you cast a longer shadow than you know, and I think you've uh, you've really just echoed that same point. Mm-hmm. So what's the hardest thing about being a leader? I would say that same thing. You know, my, one of my one of my favorite sayings is, "How am I being that has my players' eyes not shining?" And, and it's just even when it's the other person's fault, if I just sit back and I patiently ask myself, it's just it's transforming to myself. Of you know, how was it that you know I delivered this message that they didn't receive it, or how was it that you know my tone of voice? they didn't receive it. You know, a lot of times people think, especially in this day and age when we're, you know, using the discretion on should I text message, should I email, should I phone call, should I have personal handwritten letter. There's so many forms of communication and they can come off so many different ways. So it's really, you know, I've been I've been using that, you know, as my mantra of just how am I being that has my player's eyes not shining. Love it. You mentioned mentor earlier in passing. Who's been your best mentor uh, along the way and why? It's, I've had a combination of them, and it's been uh, – I, I go to a few men's groups, and it's um, – that's been uh, – so it's been a culmination of, of, of just seasoned, you know, gray beards who have really, you know, taken the time to invest in my life and care for me that has shown me the transformation that, hey, it's, it's you know, our mission fields don't have to be – you know, when we retire and we go and serve in Uganda or on Sunday when we go to church, it's like every single day in the marketplace as leaders, we have a duty to, to lead people. And it's been the example of just that I go two weeks, two days a week. I've on um, Wednesday morning and Friday mornings, I go to a couple men's groups. And um, that's always actually how I was introduced to, to Vistage through, uh, through Mark Fingerling was in, in one of my groups. And just the examples of, of the older generation showing what it's like to, to lead from the heart has is, is been, been, been huge in my life. So now that people have had a chance to listen to you a little bit, I just want to repeat REIG, revitalizing communities, elevating expectations, integrity first, gratitude always. It sounds like you're really living that. Absolutely. So what's uh, your yeah. – uh, my last question, what's what's your mantra? What are you always telling people? That that, that same one that I'm always telling myself. I mean, it's, it's, it's I tell the same people what I tell myself. It's how am I being that has my player's eyes not shining. And, and it's always coming back to myself and, and how I'm being. And, and, you know, that clear, concise uh, communication has been, uh, you know, it, it's what it's all about. And if we can always check ourselves and look at ourselves in the mirror and hold ourselves accountable, it's a lot easier to hold our people accountable to the same same mantra. Fabulous. Well, Patrick Clark, it was a delight speaking with you today. Thanks so much for joining us. It's very inspirational listening to you as a you know, relatively new business leader, uh, but with a, a very old, and I mean that in a good way, philosophy. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. All right, folks, if you're interested in learning more about Vistage, please check out Vistage.com. That's V-I-S-T-A-G-E.com. It's a great way to take your business to the next level. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Vistage podcast series. We hope it helps you accelerate your business. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.